Okay, okay, okay. Testing, testing. Yeah, we're good. Testing audio. One, two, three. Yeah. And Ben has like radio voices. We just have to. Yeah, I can be a bit loud. No, <laughs> no, no, it's loud. Yeah, it's fine. Cool. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah, so Ben, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for joining Madhouse episodes. So just to get right into it, who are you and what do you do? In this episode of Madhouse, we speak with Ben Mwine about how he got his start into radio and all the cool and crazy things he has been up to. Enjoy the episode. Uh, I don't know actually. <laughs> the, the who I am, yeah, right? Yeah, who are you? Uh, they just, they, <laughs> the listeners know like how many <laughs> who Ben Mwine is and what he does. Yeah, uh, my name is Ben Mwine. I do many things. Yeah. Um, Traditionally, I'm a broadcaster. I've yeah. spent a big chunk of my life in in, in the broadcast media, yeah. uh, radio and TV. Yeah. But I'm also a media consultant these days. Yeah. I'm an events manager. I'm an events host, yeah. or MCing as some people like to call it. Yeah. I'm a card dealer. <laughs> um, I recently became a gold miner. <laughs> True story. And then also, of course, on the personal level, the husband, father. Uh, I'm supposed to be a pastor. <laughs> I've been running away from my calling for, for very long time. like 20 years now. <laughs> uh, without too much success, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to give in. So, uh, yeah. So, no, Pastor Ben. Hopefully, no, no titles, but yeah, it, it's it's what I'm supposed to be doing actually, just teaching people about about God's kingdom and that stuff. So that's that's nice. that's, that's what I like to say is my <laughs> my primary uh, vocation. Uh, okay. Everything else is sort of like uh, moonlight. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> moonlight. <laughs> cool. So I'm very interested. How did you get into broadcasting? Was it something you wanted to do as a child, or was it something just just like just early childhood, like early days? I'm very curious about like your early mm, days and how you got into this like space. Good. Teenage years, okay. Okay. 1993, high school. Um, when when the first radio stations opened in Uganda, yeah, Capital Radio at the time and Sanyu, yeah, and all of a sudden we had never had that sort of access to music, and you listen to these guys on the radio and they sounded so cool, yeah, and every time you talk to any girl, they'd be going on about you know DJ Kantankara, <laughs> and there was a guy called DJ Berry at the time who yeah. was um, one of the guys and Alex, yeah. And I was like, yo, if you're going to get any girls, <laughs> you want to be on radio. So, yeah. <laughs> But I've also traditionally been uh, an attention seeker. I don't yeah. apologize <laughs> for it. Yeah. Uh, because of my personality, I'm, uh, I'm a sanguine yeah. uh, through and through. Um, if you know that sort of thing, the yeah. personality types, I'm an ENTJ, I think. Yeah. Basically, an extrovert. Yeah. So I I love attention. Sure. I love being you know in people. So yeah. um, I decided... Then '93 that I was I was gonna do radio and I I sort of worked towards that in okay. in everywhere that I could okay. until I eventually did get a break back in uh, I think it was '99 okay. when I started out and uh, the rest is history. Okay, cool. So where's the first radio you worked on? Uh, I actually started with TV. There's a TV station called Channel TV. Okay. It was owned by the Madvani Group. Yeah. Uh, in um, on the hill in Teguku. That's where the the yeah. station was. Yeah. So I started there as a, what's called the continuity presenter. Yeah. Uh, most people now don't know what that is. Yeah. But basically, back in the day, yeah. 
you had someone uh, right now if you watch TV there'll be a graphic that says up next yeah. right yeah uh, back then it was done live ah okay so, so you were the so, guest saying up so next so they become say coming up our program lineup today is going to have weather and then you'll have the news and then after that yeah uh, and it felt really good you know <laughs> uh, so that's why I started okay and then went to radio 1 after that okay 99 then went to Radio One was then government owned. Was it a bit? No, it's never been government owned. So it's already Which radio been was uh, government owned? I think I confused Radio One. Yeah, radio, radio Uganda. Radio, radio Uganda. Uganda, which yeah. was government owned. Still yeah. is. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So Radio One, then um, Monitor FM, which is now KFM. Okay. And then Power FM, and then Sanyu. Okay. Oh, you did Sanyu. I did Sanyu. as PD at Sanyu. Oh, okay. Uh, PD's program director. Yeah. At Sanyu from 2004 to seven. Okay. Then I did a short stint. I did the Big Brother that year as well. Okay. And then went back to Power in 2008 and then uh left in 2011, went and joined the corporate world for uh a few years. Okay. And then back to KFM to do breakfast in 2014. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how you did the breakfast show in, in on KFM. So I ended up doing yeah, and then I had to leave that when I took over at then I went to Kwese. Okay. I went to run Kwese TV. Yeah. Um but I still stayed on radio on, on the weekends at yeah. KFM so okay. I, d- I do this wonderful show called VPN that I that I love. What's VPN in full? Is it actual VPN? You you decide what you want it to be. <laughs> so we most people most network. people sort of agree on views people news. Yeah. But you every weekend I so one of the things that's actually interesting about the show is that every week I usually try and find something new that VPN stands for based <laughs> on what's happening that week. So wow. it changes literally that's, every that's week. That's a nice challenge for yeah, yourself. I know. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it can be quite challenging. There, it's, it's shocking how how few words there are that start with the letter V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like VPN, like what? What's yeah. Very few, yeah. That's, that's interesting. So I'm curious about like, because this is a madhouse podcast and about yeah. like creativity and yeah. I'm curious about like failure and success. Yeah. In the whole span of like your broadcast corporate and broadcast but it seems like you've been doubling between broadcast and like corporate yeah the corporate world. I'm curious if you could just share a story of like a failure and how you sort of like navigated and dealt with it and a lesson learned because why I'm asking this is because the whole the digital the audience that listens to podcasts are like young creative professionals yeah. and usually in the business you're going to fail at something and usually yeah. most people don't know how to deal with like oh wait they just paid me all this money and I have like messed it up or hey I'm, I I said this and I failed to deliver on this but I'm just curious from your experience in in what you do mm. a story where you failed and how you've dealt with it and also a story where you have won mm. And like how you've also like either leveraged that win to do something more interesting or or maybe if you had a win and then slept on it and then like something passed and then you're like, ah, I wish I had <laughs> yeah. capitalized on um, the win. I, I don't know what failure is. I've, I've, I've already succeeded. Never failed in my life. Nice. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we now need to write a book right <laughs> now. Let's <laughs> organize the book. That would be quite something. Oh, it's now going to be a podcast series. Uh, how not to fail not in to life. Fail. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to fail. Yeah. Um, make no mistakes about it. Yeah. You're, you're, I, I don't know if that sort of language is allowed on this podcast, but you're going to screw up. Yeah. Um, and and it and it can be tough. Yeah. There's so many stories. I don't know where to start. The one that I think would stand out for me, um, that took me a while to make peace with, yeah. was so as a creative myself, in a way, I, I like to think of 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 big ideas. I yeah. love to think about stuff that, yeah. uh, that's. Outlandish and out of this world, yeah. 
And so I usually like to pursue that stuff with everything that is in me, mm. no matter how long it takes. Yeah. So one of these particular things was I worked on a project called the Cell Tale Africa Challenge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw that. It was a TV show. Yeah, it was uh, a TV quiz show. competition. Like really young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 2007, back, back in the day. Yeah. And I really loved it. it I, I learned a lot of stuff from, uh, from the guys who were, um, who were doing the production at the time, the American company. Yeah. But then after it sort of ended yeah. um, when Celtel changed to Zane at the time. Yeah. I, I felt to myself, there's got to be a way we can sort of bring this back to life in a way, but now for yeah. secondary school yeah. students. Yeah. Uh, I've always loved game shows. I yeah. love game shows and yeah. I thought quizzes were really important yeah. and you can use them to do pretty much anything. Yeah. And so I spent a few years trying to put this thing together called the National Schools Championship. Yeah. Um, if you observe what's going on, you probably have seen it. Uh, yeah. Standbeck National School Championship. Yeah. So that was my project. I, yeah. s- I, I, I started that, brought it to life, ran around, tried to get people to buy into it. Yeah. And then eventually, um, Standbeck said, hey, this is a good idea. I th- we think we can do something with this. Yeah. So get in, do a deal. It was a big deal. It, yeah. was, a, it was a massive, massive contract. Yeah. Um, we're talking total value eventually would, would have been six-figure. Nice. USD. Nice. Um, annually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Like double wow. The problem was that because of being a creative, yeah. uh, you'll know this very well, it's very easy for you not to have too many things in place, right? Yeah. You'll sort of wing it. Yeah. Things will find you along the way. You'll yeah. sort of figure it out. Yeah. Banks don't work that way. <laughs> Kind of need systems. Ah, yeah. A lot of them. And not just a lot of them. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Uh, It's crazy. And so the honest truth is that I hadn't prepared myself for something that big yet. I'd never done a project that big. Yeah. Because I remember you, for me, at least I remember I did like the title sequence. Yeah, you you did. You remember, yeah. When you're starting the project. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So uh, the honest truth is that I wasn't prepared. Okay. Uh, well enough. And what that then meant was that these guys are like, look, we don't think you have the capacity to handle this at this moment. Yeah. And unfortunately, they w- at, at the time, some people um, over there were not willing to say, look, how can we help? Yeah. Uh, so that we get this thing done. Yeah. Long story short, I had to hand over the project to to, to those guys. Yeah. Um, and, and let it go. Yeah. And, and that was really painful. Yeah. That, that was... <laughs> That was tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you, you move on and then start yeah. thinking about other things that, yeah. that you can be able to do. But yeah, so if you're first to think about one, the, that would probably be the, the one big one that. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was a big, that was a big, big, big failure for me. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. And any lessons you learned from that, like from, like, that you think people could take away that you learned from this story to share? It, interestingly, it's something that I always tell my people as, as a business manager, I'm always telling my, my teams, pay attention to detail put everything in writing, try and, uh, you know, it's cliche, but dot I's cross T's. Yeah. Think about things that, I, I like to tell people, think about any questions that can be asked about what you're going to do. Mm-hmm, okay. And then make sure you have the answers beforehand. Okay. Um, and so I think that was one of the key lessons. And the other thing was, whenever you're, whenever you're dreaming, yeah, have a clear picture of what it is you're dreaming and how it works. Okay. Um, and paperwork might be a bitch for a lot of people, especially for creatives. Yeah. We just hate to do paperwork. Yeah. Ultimately, it's what will make or break you. 
Yeah. You, you've, you've got to do that dirty stuff. Yeah. Or at least find someone to do it for you. Yeah. But they, they, you can't cut corners around that. Yeah. I think that was probably the biggest lesson from that. Yeah, okay. Uh, then the other, maybe the other lesson was you don't have to do everything yourself. Ah, okay. You can get some people to... Get people who can co- learn how to cope, people who can help um, bring your stuff to life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's nice. Uh, a win? I'm like curious about the wins. And how you, Dreams. and how you capitalize in the wins and just make your s- your creativity or what you're trying to create better. Yeah. The wins are many. Yeah, uh, but like maybe one that you the one that I can pick out is is probably the one that I'm working on now. That's the most recent. Okay. Uh, so about five years ago, I realized that um, we had a big problem as a country in Uganda. Yeah. Um, where where we live, our country, we love it, yeah. or at least we're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> but you get the feeling that the disposition of the average Ugandan towards their country is not very good. Yeah. We are bitching and moaning about everything all the time. Yeah. You don't hear that much about uh, America or the UK or even places like Kenya. Yeah, there's not they, yeah. They go through the same shit as we do. Yeah. They they've got the same problems as we do. Yeah. But you won't find the average Kenyan bitching and moaning about their country. Yeah. And I thought to myself, why? Yeah. And so I figured there's gotta be a way we can try and do something that one brings Ugandans together, mm. two that helps them think about their country um, in everything that they do and yeah. put country first. This is yeah. the, the thing that you hear, yeah. you know, put your country first, yeah. pledging allegiance to your country. Yeah. If if we all did that, we wouldn't have corruption in this country. Yeah, it would be, be very th- minimal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like there would always be corruption, but yeah. it wouldn't be at the sort of levels that we yeah. have it at right now. Yeah, very true. And so. Again, as a creative, I thought, what's the best way to do that? The bulk yeah. of our population is very young. Yeah. Um, what language do they understand? Yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. So if you can be able to use entertainment as, as a vehicle to preach this message about patriotism, I know that the government has been trying to do patriotism yeah. for a very long time yeah. with very bad, bad <laughs> results. Yeah. Because of the way they're doing it. Yeah. And no offense to them. I know, yeah. th- I know their hearts are in the right place, but the way that's been going... Yeah, the execution is really... Not there yet. You're right. It's rubbish, yeah. if yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, so I thought, what what can we do? So I I started this thing called Panic. Yeah. Panic is the Pearl of Africa New Year celebration. I yeah. realized that Ugandans uh, and people all over the world really will celebrate New Year. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're sick or yeah. broke. Yeah. The fact that you're crossing into a new year sort of gives you a certain level of optimism of. Let's leave this year behind and yeah. see what we can do in the next year. Yeah. So you're in a good mood most of the time. Your gut is down yeah. in terms of even the people that you hate. Yeah. You know, for that one day going yeah. into the new year, you think, I, I can't stand the game, but hey, it's New Year. So happy yeah. New Year, man. Yeah. Right? And so I, f- I think that's a really good opportunity for us to gather together as a country because yeah. at that point, there's no religion or politics or tribe or anything along yeah. those lines. It's just yeah. one yeah. group of people, people crossing from one phase of their life to another. Yeah. So we started this thing called Palo African Year Celebration. Yeah. Um, we did the initial one in 2020, which was last year in the middle of COVID, yeah. uh, which was actually perfect for us because no one was going anywhere. Yeah. There were no events happening. Yeah. And so we did this great, uh, it's a concert that sort of builds up, a countdown that builds yeah. up into the new year. Yeah. Um, we did it on, I think, about seven or eight TV stations at the same time. Nice. Uh, probably, apart from the president's messages, yeah. it's <laughs> one of the few times when you'll have yeah. many different TV stations doing the same thing. Yeah. But what I liked about it was how all these media houses yeah. sort of said, we like this idea, Yeah. let's do it together. Yeah. So you've got one stage, four stages really, yeah. but you've got different 
media personalities from different media houses yeah. putting the differences aside and say, let's celebrate Uganda. Yeah. And I've been so excited to see what, what that's looked like and yeah. I, I can't wait to see what you know, 2021 is, like. is, is going to be yeah. for, for that. So that would be the big win. And the key lesson from there has been uh, as a creative, as a person who has dreams and, um, uh, and, and visions, hold on to your thing. Yeah. You don't let it go. Uh, yeah. I've been trying to put this thing together. For, it's taken 2015 to 2020, is five years, six yeah. years actually. Yeah, to try to make it happen. Uh, yeah, and so it eventually did. Yeah. Um, and so um, you you don't let go. Of if, if you believe in something, I think yeah. that it's going to be a, it has potential to yeah. do something. Mm. Stick with it. You go for it. Might okay. take, it might take forever, but yeah, just s- somewhere along the way, something a, a break is bound to happen for yeah, you. Yeah, I yeah, I can. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm now that you mentioned like all these things, I'm very curious about like your work processing, like in terms yeah. of like where's your mind usually when you're making some of these things happen? Like, are you? Is it very? Is it very like in from in out or is it from out? Like, is like like do you need a lot of things around it to be happening properly to keep going or are you like even if things around are like going south you just keep going i'm very curious to find out because there's seems some of the stuff you're doing is really hard or some of the stuff you're really doing is very there are a lot of other things in play parts, yeah. yeah and i'm very curious to find out how you are dealing with it from a psychological sort of point of view that's a very that's a very good question um i think big picture so yep. one uh, as a, a bit of a visionary um as a person who is a, a leader i guess i've always been trained from from the get-go to always have your eye on the big picture okay so um uh, if if you know where you're going yeah. and why you need to get there and why it's important for you to get there mm. you will do everything um you can okay. to get there. I'll yeah. never forget the story I had once about a guy. I think a guy was preaching. Yeah. And he was talking about how if you are being uh, chased by a lion. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you end up falling into a ditch or whatever. Yeah. Um, with a broken arm, maybe yeah. a half your foot has been cut off or something. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Do you, do you lie down and say, oh, well, it's done. It's okay. Might as well just let, yeah. let the lion come and have his dinner, right? Yeah. No. You will fight with everything in your being, yeah. even if it's to move an extra inch further away from the lion, right? Yeah. And I think the same applies to everything that we do. Yeah. Um, in your life, in your work, uh, the most important thing is to have some sort of idea of what your end goal is. Yeah. What am I aspiring to? Yeah. Where am I? Where, mm. where am I trying to head to? Yeah. And then everything in between just becomes a bump or a hump. Or if if, if you're driving to any anywhere in Kampala, yeah. you're going to encounter potholes. Yeah, some sure. of them are bad. That yeah. you know, you you feel your suspension is is staying in the pothole. Yeah, but you're not stopping. You're gonna go. Yeah. So you find ways of navigating around whatever challenges and obstacles you're gonna find along the way. Mm. And for me, I think that by being able to focus on that, it usually ends up putting things in perspective okay. Okay. and sort of helps sort of nudge you to go in, in the direction that, that, that you need to go. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's very, like, very cool. Um, one last thing. This is the, like, last thing in the episode usually. Every podcast usually, like, asks the guest one life lesson. 
if we're bored everyone for like the past like 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> but like this guys will skip podcast yeah i know right mm. yeah right. Um, i just got to the summary right yeah those who one life lesson that you as ben Mina has learned and like you say hey if anything you want to like apply whether the listener is a creative professional or whether they're just like just enjoying life or doing whatever they but whatever they want to do in their life no. but the life lesson you think they can apply in their life and like do um would be would like share something yeah. or share a few things it may not be one thing it could just be a couple of things um there's there's a lot uh, i would say for me my yeah. personal perspective number one try and get an understanding of of who you are yeah and why you are yeah okay um i'm i'm like self awareness in a sense Yes, but for me, I, I I actually like to look at that even from uh, a spiritual perspective. Okay. Um, I'm a I'm a Christian. I yeah. believe uh, I, I believe in Jesus. Yeah. And I think that if you don't have a very good understanding of why God put you on this planet, yeah, it doesn't matter what you what you do, you're going to struggle. Okay. Uh, especially for creatives now, yeah. for for people like us. Yeah. You might succeed at doing everything else, but if you don't have that fulfillment of purpose of knowing what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. That's gonna be tough, okay. and especially for those who are younger, yeah. it gives you an opportunity to try and figure out what the hell is that. Yeah, uh, it's better for you to do it early enough. Yeah, I was talking to someone yesterday, yeah. who has got one of the biggest jobs in 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 the country, well, the world, to be sp- to be honest. Yeah, and one of the things that stood out for me from what they were saying is how they are at a point where they don't need money. Yeah, they don't have to have. You know, they they've got a very good salary. They're yeah. huge, huge amounts of money, but they feel trapped in a way because they sort of never figured out who they were, yeah. and ended up just sort of chasing this whole thing of yeah, job to another, job to another. They're very busy, yeah, uh, because again, as you go higher, yeah. the stress increases, yeah. Yeah. and then it becomes a trap in yeah. its own way. Yeah. So you're a slave to what you know what you're doing, yeah, but. The guy saying, look, Ben, I'm not happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People look at me and think, oh, that guy, man, if I could be him for a day. Yeah. And he's there thinking, <laughs> what the hell am I doing with my life? Yeah. And that really, really shook me and woke me up. Yeah. That a lot of our attention many times is on the wrong things. Okay. Um, and again, if, if you look at it from the perspective of creatives especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's no secret that the average creative doesn't give a monkey's behind about money, right? Usually it's yeah. about the passion. Yeah. That's changing a little bit. It's yeah. becoming a lot more commercial. Yeah. And that's a big problem because you start chasing the money and then eventually you yeah. lose yeah, the goal. The, the goal thing, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we're supposed to be. And I think that for me, I would advise anyone trying to make sure you know who you are and where you are. Yeah. And then the second thing which I have found to be very useful for me as a person is finding peace with yourself okay. with your level okay. uh, I, I, i'll oh, expand okay. for a moment mm. again we live in a world that has sort of tried to set standards for how we live yeah right yeah gabe has got to be like this at this age you've got to do this yeah. at mm. 30 you must have done this yeah at 35 you must have done this yeah. at 40 you must have done this <laughs> yeah and if that doesn't happen yeah you're yeah. a failure yeah what who, what are you up to yeah uh, and that's not it's not fair yeah because we are each walking our lane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the mistake that I think a lot of people are making these days is that they try to live in a lane that's not theirs, number <laughs> one. Okay. But then number two is that even in 
their lane, yeah. if they are in their lane, yeah. they are too obsessed with what's happening in other people's lane. <laughs> They're not on their lane. To f- yeah, to focus on their lane. Yeah. But also too focused on trying to get other people to pay attention to their yeah. lane. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you discover that it's an exercise in futility. It's yeah. I- I- it leads to frustration and depression, yeah. and it's just not worth it. So, yeah. I would say, find peace with who you are yeah. and where you are. Okay. Don't don't put too much pressure on yourself. <laughs> it, it, it it always always ends in tears. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, very true. I mean, especially like when you say like I'm, I've seen like lots of like young creative professionals trying to compare themselves with like other people, and Why? then you're like. Hey, that filmmaker, or like that filmmaker is that filmmaker. Like yeah. you be your filmmaker, but like you don't have to be like him. Or you want you get acquire the same tools he uses. You're like you you use a phone. You don't have to. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you don't have to use yeah. a big fancy camera or whatever it is. But like I see what you're saying. That's awesome. Um, so thank you so much for your time. Uh, we've come to the end of the, this podcast. That's all. Pleasure. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah. Um, uh, we shall here. do more. I think we shall, since you said you've never failed, we shall do that podcast. <laughs> how not to fail? <laughs> yeah. How not to fail? <laughs> and then it's just like, and the hope is just about failure. I know. I guess be like, what? <laughs> you say it's about yeah. <laughs> how not to fail. Yeah. But thank you. Uh, just thank you so much for making some time to come through. Awesome. Yeah. Let thank me you. stop recording this. Please.